0: Hello, welcome back to Jumble, episode 39. Today, we will go on to running backs and our top 16, again, because that is the top half of the league. I didn't make an honorable mention this list because I forgot to, so we're just going to start right at number 16, which I have the Seahawks running back in Chris Carson. Chris Carson's solid. I don't really think Chris Carson has a lot of holes in his game. I think he does everything very well, which is why I have him at 16. There's nothing I think he does exponentially great. From what I've seen as far as training camp stuff and his workouts, this guy's in peak physical shape and condition. Body looks great, looking like he wants to be somewhat of a power back or maybe model after Derrick Henry a little bit, which why would you not? Uh, but the guy looks great. I, I just have him as low as I do because there's not one specific thing that he does great. He just does everything very well. So, Chris Carson's going to start my list off.
1: I'm starting my list off with David Montgomery. David Montgomery's not a bad running back, but he's still young, and I feel like he's got a lot to prove. And he's in an interesting division, we'll put it that way, because I mean, usually it's always the Packers by a long shot. But this year could be a little bit different. You never know because the Bears are building up. So he's a player to definitely watch and see if he can improve, but as of right now, I've got him 16th.
0: All right. Number 15, I've got the Chargers running back in Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler's really improved on his strength. You could see in the offseason he's got a lot bigger. He's always been a great receiving back, which is why the last year Phillip Rivers was there. He kind of got put on the map when Melvin Gordon went down. Um, Because Phillip Rivers throws a lot of check downs, so it kind of put him on the map and This guy started off as being what I would refer to as a strict receiving back. Like, if he wasn't catching the ball, the odds that they were going to give it to him were slim, and if they did give it to him, the odds that he were going to make anything out of it were even more slim. But now he's worked on hitting the hole and learning the gaps and, you know, just the intangibles that a running back would need to have, and he's improved a lot. He had a great year for us last year, and it looks like to me that he's going to continue to improve. He looks great in training camp, and... You know, like I said, he's got a lot bigger and he still has those receiving back skills while he's added some rushing skills. So I'm excited to see what Eckler can do. And, you know, had a great year last year. I expect them to have an even better year this year with the Chargers.
1: At my fifteenth spot, I've got another NFC North running back. I've got DeAndre Swift. I like DeAndre Swift. I think he's a good running back. Um last year he was the only talent on the team besides Matthew Stafford, but this year he is the only talent. So I think he's got a lot to prove this year. I feel like he could have a good year but as of right now, it's also looking like he will have a bad year based on how his offensive line looks and stuff. So he's one of those players you just got to look out for and just watch him progress.
0: All right. Number 14, I have a running back with a lot of promise, which the next three out of four are uh, Antonio Gibson. Plays for the Redskins, whose offense actually doesn't look that bad this year. Um... I can't ever remember what the quarterback situation is. I'm thinking it's Ryan Fitzpatrick, but they have Antonio Gibson in the backfield, Terry McLaurin still lined up at wide receiver one, and Curtis Samuel, who I will maintain, is one of the most underrated players in the NFL. I'm a big fan of Curtis Samuels and his game, what he brings to the table. But as far as Antonio Gibson, last year, they didn't necessarily have all that talent, and I'm pretty sure last year was his rookie year and put up great numbers. Looks like he has amazing physical tools, um, I think he 's just like a better version of Chris Carson <laughs> instead of doing everything really well. He does everything really, really well. Uh, I think he 's a solid athlete, solid receiving back skills, rushes the ball really well, he can truck people, he can use speed, just has a great variety of tools that he can use at the running back position to prosper his team and I think this guy brings a lot of promise to the Washington football team and you know some of the things that might come in their future. And hopefully along that comes with getting an actual name, but Antonio Gibson at 13, or sorry, 14.
1: Up next for me, I've got J.K. Dobbins. This is a guy that was benched behind the veteran uh, Mark Ingram. Yeah. He's behind Mark Ingram all last year. So this year, with the loss of Mark Ingram, he might actually get some playing time, so we can see how good this guy really is. He, When he gets a chance to play, he always gets some yardage. He, he looks good. But this year they've made it, like he's the star right in front of Gus Edwards and they also recently signed Todd Gurley so I feel like he'll be the first and second down running back with Gurley maybe he's the third down back but I think that he'll be really good he'll be a big factor on this Ravens offense and just a player to watch for
0: and I've got Dobbins at 13. Uh, I think his small size is a lot stronger than people realize that he is he's got a great ability to run over people he doesn't have to avoid people but also just from the eye test, and I don't know what his 40 is or his Madden speed rating or any of those numbers, but he looks pretty dang fast to me. <laughs> uh, so he's got a great strength ability, and he's really fast. And, you know, the reason that I have a big part of the reason why I have Dobbins at 13 is just because of who he plays for. The Ravens run the ball a lot, so he's going to get a lot of touches, whether it be an actual handoff or if it's a quarterback read option because they have Lamar Jackson and that tends to be a play that they run a lot. So I just think this offense has fit really well for a guy like J.K. Dobbins, and he's got a great opportunity to be really successful. As long as he stays healthy, I feel like he should do so.
1: My next running back is someone me and James were arguing about earlier. I've got Josh Jacobs. This I, feel like, I mean, he's a good running back, but he's going to have to stay out of trouble off the field. I mean, this year the Raiders need him more than ever. They're building. They're looking good this year but it was like week 16 or 17 he got DUI last year and that took away from him i mean if he
0: still got to play though
1: but still if he, he still can't play. get but if he keeps doing that he'll get arrested he didn't yet
0: though not yet but
1: i mean he got out cuz he's got a lot of money yeah, what exactly. happens if it's over and over you can't just keep he getting a DUI a and getting he out still of it got a lot of money. anyway His i think if he stays great. out of trouble and has a good year this year then yeah he could be top 5 probably who knows but as of right now i don't have him breaking top
0: 10 that is Disrespect. <laughs> way too low for Josh Jacobs. I'm not even a fan of the kid, but that is way too low. Uh, 12, well, if we're talking about convicts, I have Kareem Hunt. Um, Good old Kareem. The backfield really isn't his, which is why he's where he is. I mean, I feel like it's fairly obvious that the Cleveland backfield belongs to Nick Chubb, but... I would say Kareem Hunt's probably the best second option in the NFL right now. I agree. Um the guy was a menace in Kansas City, was, you know, in the top 5 running back conversation and then, you know, decided he wanted to try out for the uh Atlanta Elevators to be a kicker. And since has been diminished to Cleveland where he is no longer the first string running back. Um there's a lot of teams where he could be like if he was in the if he was on the Jets or here or there whatever yeah he would be the first string running back but at the end of the day he's not and he's just so happened to land behind Nick Chubb which is very unfortunate but he's still solid he does really well every time he gets the ball receives out of the backfield and you know he's just a really good energy guy because the Browns seem to get a lot of hype off you know just when Kareem Hunt will randomly come in and get 10 yards because people forget that he's actually pretty freaking good so i've got kareem hunt here he would be higher if he was a first string running back but it just so happens that he's behind nick chubb so Tucks to suck i don't have
1: kareem hunt on my list but i do want to say something think about how good he was when he was the starter before he got in trouble like josh jacobs he was definitely a top 10 running back a while back for the chiefs think about it think how dominant he was and then he got in trouble oh, he was great look what happened to him nobody wanted him then he got he goes to Cleveland, has to sit half the year, gets to come back and starts tearing it up. And now look at him. He's made top 15 on your list. Imagine if he earns that start, starting spot. That
0: would be great.
1: Well, my next running back, I have Ronald Jones. I think Ronald Jones is one of those good players that comes in out of nowhere and you're just not expecting a run, and he tears it up. The Bucks have Leonard Fournette, a big power back. And, I mean, when Fournette comes in, everybody's like, okay, he's going up the middle. But when Jones comes in, they're like, okay, fake handoff, you know, just a screen pass maybe, but – He'll dart up the middle and go 98 yards on you like he did against the Panthers. I think he's very good, and I think he'll have a good year this year as well. So I've got Ronald Jones
0: at, what is that? 12. 12, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. 11. If my phone will not freeze, there we go. I have Jonathan Taylor. Uh, he could very well be 10, but he's 11. Um, had a great year. A lot of promise here. The only problem is that I think he definitely has the backfield in Indianapolis, but it does suck that they also have Marlon Mack and Nakeem Hines because those two guys also get a lot of touches, so it's not like Jonathan Taylor is just the only guy getting running back touches in Indianapolis. He has to share a lot of them, and it's just unfortunate because it's hard to be considered a top five or even top ten running back when your touches are split between three guys cuz your numbers are this. yeah and they're th- they're all good and it's so your numbers are a third of what they should probably be but you know he is still great and I still like Jonathan Taylor and think eventually he will be one of the best running backs in the league but it's also hard to rate a running back when they're going behind such a good offensive line because because a, a crappy running back can still be pretty good under a great offensive line so you know There is a possibility this guy might suck, and it's just the Colts' O-line is so good. But I don't necessarily think that's the case. I do think Taylor's really good. But obviously, you know, the worse your offensive line is, the less odds you're going to have a good season at that position. But I think he could go with a subpar offensive line and still have decent numbers. So I, I think Jonathan Taylor's a pretty skilled running back, in my opinion.
1: I agree.
0: And my next one, I have Antonio Gibson, a guy we already talked about.
1: Him and Gandy Golden throw me off so bad because I keep thinking Gandy Golden's the running back and then he's the receiver. But Antonio Gibson hopefully can make a name for himself more than Gandy Golden for me this year. And I, th- I think he'll tear it up. The Redskins look promising this year. I think they win that division. That's an early take for me. But I can see him having big numbers this year and
0: doing good like he did last year. So, Gibson. Okay. Breaking into the top ten, I've got Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, big eater, but the guy's proven that he can be good. He sucked last year. Uh, he fumbled every time he touched the ball. Had less touchdowns than a lot of quarterbacks running the ball. Uh,
1: he had two and one half.
0: Yeah, I guess he's just here because he's been really good in the past. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just because his name, like his name's Ezekiel Elliott. He's proven he can be dominant. And this year or last year anyway he just wasn't so maybe I'm just thinking he'll have a bounce back year uh i I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt because he sucked last year it was bad like he was not better than anyone below him on this list all one two three four five six of the guys I've named so far had a better season than Zeke last year but Zeke's had a better season than all of them you know in his career so uh just off potential I guess just banking on a bounce back season. But if we're going off last year, major disappointment. I didn't put Zeke on this list, but
1: if I'm the Cowboys, I'm starting Tony Pollard. That's a guy I just forgot about. Pollard, no, he had made my top 15. I forgot how good he was. But at my number 10, one second, my phone's not working now. I have a running back I guarantee you did not pick. And the team actually drafted a running back and converted him to a receiver this year. I've got James Robinson on the Jaguars. No, James hoping. Robinson tore it up last year. And they drafted Travis, a team or whatever, from Clemson, but they converted him to a wide receiver, which means they have faith in Robinson. And I think he'll get a lot of playing time this year. This is a young team. They like young players. And I think Urban Meyer can make him a star, so I'm putting James Robinson at 10.
0: No, I don't dislike James Robinson. He did make my list, but... really. No, he didn't make it. Oh, he did. I like, no, I was like, you
1: got it more than I do.
0: No, 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 he didn't make it. But he is good. I like him. But there, I mean, honestly, there's a lot of really good running backs right now. He could make a probably top twenty-five, and all twenty-five of them would be good running backs. Um, number nine, I have Joe Mixon. Uh, I I guess he's just here because his numbers are so good. Um, the few games I watched of the Bengals, and I mean the few games, um, he looked okay. He didn't look like he was anything exponentially great to me, but his numbers tell me that he is a really, really good running back. So I guess I place him at nine just because of the fact that his numbers kind of jump off the page, and they may surprise you. Like, if you watch a Bengals game, you're probably thinking, Damn, I mean, he had a few good plays, and then you'll go look at the box. Well, it's not a box score. It's not basketball. But you go look at the final statistics, like, man, he had 120 yards. That's kind of surprising. as I don't remember that happening. So, it just – he's kind of a quiet numbers guy. Like, he doesn't do – the eye test doesn't do him justice. You really need to go look at the numbers he puts up. But Joe Mixon's a solid running back, so I'll put him at nine.
1: My nine, I've got Saquon. I know it's a little low for Saquon Barkley, but he stays hurt too much. I think this year he, he'll he be good, but I still don't see him putting up Derrick Henry numbers Um, because he was supposed to be the Derrick Henry before Derrick Henry, if you think about it. This was the guy that, you know, had the biggest quads in college football, and now he's, you know – the guy towards ACL in week four. uh. But I, I think he'll be okay this year. I don't think the Giants do that good, but I could be
0: surprised. But Saquon at nine. At number eight, I have Aaron Jones. Uh, I think the offense he plays in has a major role in his success, which is why I have him at eight. Um, I think if he was on a lot of other teams, he would not be that good. But it's just kind of a similar thing with Joe Mixon. When you have the numbers Aaron Jones have, you can't just discount those numbers and be like, yeah, he's not a top 16 running back or not a top 10 running back. His numbers tell me he's a top 10 running back, so I gave him the mention. Um, He's very skilled. He's a great receiving back. I don't think he's a phenomenal rushing back, but he gets the job done. I mean, he's quality. But overall I think the reason that Aaron Jones has a number is that he has is because he plays with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, so it takes a lot of pressure off him. I think if you sent him to a lot of other places, like uh the uh, the Bengals, I think if you sent Aaron Jones to the Bengals, he would just be another running back who probably wouldn't get a top thirty mention. But, you know, regardless of the fact of that, he does have the numbers and what well, whatever, I guess. I mean he's a day. I'd sure why not? Aaron Jones
1: can't wait to talk about him in a minute <laughs> i've got jonathan taylor at eight i think you just said yeah eight yeah. i think jonathan taylor will have a good year this year i think that that's gonna be about the only talent that indianapolis can use because the quarterback I situation now Pittman's good pitman's good but you think he's gonna have a quarterback that's the only problem I, I have faith in Easton. i like uh ellinger too i've watched him play a lot against west virginia but I don't think Ellinger's going to touch the field this year. I think it's going to be Eason. And we really don't know how good Eason is. I've really not no, seen any don't. highlights of him or just anything. Just preseason. I wanted the Patriots to get him at first just because he's so big. He's a big quarterback. But I don't know if he's going to be that good or not. So I think the pressure's going to be on the run game for sure. And without Quentin Nelson, it's going to be a lot more drastic pressure. too. But I think Jonathan Taylor can put up good numbers this year. So I'm going to put him as low as I did.
0: Yeah. I'm glad you put him a little higher than me because I think he deserves it. But yeah. – I just I didn't feel the need to put him that high, but I like the differential. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you had him where you did. Just it's just three spots different, yes. but I mean, it, there's a whole big difference between top ten and not top ten. Oh yeah. Uh, number seven, I have Saquon. I've said time and time again, and I'll say again, Saquon has the potential to be the best running back in the league and one of the best running backs of all time. But you don't have that potential, when you have a torn ACL. I mean, that's just the bottom line. I love the guy, and. I love watching him. I think he's a phenomenal person. I think he's a phenomenal player. Kendall mentioned the massive, massive quads that he has, which he still does. Uh, The guy's like a miniature version of Derrick Henry. He's much faster than Derrick Henry. He doesn't hit as hard, but he's more elusive.
1: In college, he was... The Derek Henry of college. He was
0: the Derrick Henry of college. And that's that's the difference I've always said between Saquon and Derrick. Derrick's not as elusive, but he's more powerful. And Saquon's less powerful, but more elusive. Yep. And again, it's not a diss at Derrick Henry because he does not need to be elusive. There's no. no need to evade people and you can just brutally destroy them.
1: You're that big, you just yeah,
0: you don't need that ability. But Saquon has it, so they're a little different. But I, I really do still think that Saquon has the potential to be one of the best of all time. I think he has the potential to be the best in the game. But the biggest... Factor in doing so is staying on the field. So if you can't do that, I'm going to continue to put you at six, seven, eight. Like that's where Saquon's going to stay, six, seven, and eight. You get healthy, you're definitely going to overtake the guy, have it five. Probably overtake the... the top four, I think, is really solidified. Like, I think the top four is what the top four is, but uh... actually, I really think the top five, but whatever. Uh, but Saquon's awesome, and I really hope he has a good year. It's my favorite running back in the league right now, so. Let's just keep those legs healthy, my guy, and you know struggle through another year in New York before we can get a new contract somewhere else, please.
1: Coming in, my next running back, I have a guy that I was really wanting to watch play this year. I still think his team wins the division, though. I've got Cam Acres. Uh, it's devastating to see your favorite player, if that's who he is, go out that quick mm-hmm. in the pre- or not even the preseason yet. Uh, because I remember watching Edelman get hurt and stuff like that, you know, and you're wondering, oh, is my team going to even be good this year, stuff like that. Uh, Cam Akers was great last year. I think he would have been really good this year. I even though he's not gonna play the whole year, I still don't see him getting replaced. I think he'll be the starter next year as well. He was great at Florida State. I know you can attest to that. And he's the only good player we had. <laughs> yeah, I'll agree with that one. But it like I said, it's devastating to see him go out. I was wanting to see how good he'd be this year, but I still think the Rams can win that division. Yeah, I think so too.
0: Number six, I have Josh Jacobs. Uh, six through seven is his proper placement, not like 12, plain disrespectful. Uh, The eye test to me for Jacobs is good for one. Like when I watch a game that he plays in, it seems like he has a big effect on the game. It's really hard to defend the Raiders, although, <laughs> I I mean, maybe it's not. <laughs> um, on paper, it's not pretty difficult because they have a speedy guy in Henry Ruggs, Darren Waller. Uh, Derek Carr, who can get out of the pocket. And then Josh Jacobs, who can go up the middle or to the side. Uh, it seems like they'd be a tough team to defend. Apparently they're not. But lost to the 1-15 Jets. Yeah, yeah, that's a shame. But, uh, you know, good team on paper. But anywho, Jacobs' numbers, like I said, for one, his numbers, his actual numbers look really good. And then when I watch a game that he plays in, he just looks like a really effective tool that the offense is able to use. I love watching this guy play. I think he's going to continue to get better. It is very important that he stays out of trouble. Obviously, you can't play football inside of a jail cell, but if he keeps up at the pace he's at, statistically, I like this guy to stay at about six, because like I've already said, I think the top five is what the top five is. I mean, you know, all things considered, as long as everybody stays healthy. But
1: He'll always be starting running back on the longest yard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no matter what,
0: we'll see him in a movie. We'll see him somewhere.
1: Coming at my number six, I'm probably the only person – locally that thinks this guy is six, I've got Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey is n- not that good. You have to put him on here because of numbers, like everybody else. He's got the numbers. But when you get the ball every possession, of course you're going to have lots of numbers. The only, the only debate I can have with James are right here, the reason Christian McCaffrey is, better than, is not as good as Kamara because Kamara got the ball every down, what do he do? He scored six touchdowns.
0: I have Kamara above McCaffrey.
1: Oh, I know but I'm saying, just in general. We were debating this downstairs.
0: I'm not debating Kamara with you. I no, mean, no, no. Kamara's better. I'm debating the friggin' Aaron Jones. Okay, well,
1: yeah, that's, ahead, that's for ahead, another story. Go ahead
0: and go for it. Like, that's, that's, I have no problem. I have Kamara at But
1: I've got to say, that four. McCaffrey's not like Kamara, because no, McCaffrey no gets the ball every position. What's he do? Gets a lot of yards, but does he score? No. Kamara gets the ball every position, scores six touchdowns in a game. So There's a little bit of difference there. That's why I don't think he's that good. My debate for Aaron Jones will come up in a minute. No, you go go for it. Go
0: ahead and give your number five. Okay, well my number
1: five over McCaffrey's Aaron Jones. The reason I say so is because Aaron Jones is a fast running back. He hits pretty hard, not as hard as Saquon or Derrick Henry. But you're gonna laugh at this. I think that he makes Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers.
0: Oh my God, Aaron Rodgers. No, 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 no. no. Think about this. Think about
1: this though. He hits like Eddie Lacy. He's got the speed of Almond Green. He pulls the linebackers in because they think he's going to run it, and then Aaron Rodgers has a whole midfield to throw. Aaron Rodgers throws a deep ball every once in a while when they're, you know, needing one. But what's his game? Mid-ball, mid-range. See? Aaron Jones pulls the linebackers in, open midfield. Okay, well, that's my five. That Uh, is a
0: shameful decision to put McCaffrey at six. That is a shame. I have McCaffrey at five. I'm like That's that's my five, and I'll go ahead and give my four so we get back on track after this. Uh, McCaffrey is has so many yards. He do, He had a lot of touchdowns the last year. He's healthy. The only reason he's five is because he can't stay healthy. It's the same thing as Saquon. If McCaffrey could stay on the field, he'd probably be number two. But When
1: you get the ball every play, you get hit every play. <laughs> that's the problem.
0: <laughs> nah, that really is the problem. If he... Like I said, if he was healthy, he'd probably be my second best running back in the whole league. The only reason he's five is because he can't stay on the friggin field. Uh, But the guy's great. You know, he can run the ball up the middle, although you don't see it a lot. Uh, Great at the outside, and he's I would dare say he's probably the best receiving back, maybe other than Kamara in the whole league. Uh, regardless of if you want to say he's one or two, the best two receiving backs in the entire league are Kamara and McCaffrey, which isn't...
1: Statistically-wise,
0: yes. Yeah, it's really not even that debatable. Like, those those are the best two receiving backs. Whichever order you put him in, I really couldn't care less. But I've got him at five. If he stays healthy this whole year, you know, he's either going to go way up or way down, because he's either going to disappoint me or prove that he's... Christian McCaffrey again, but that's why I have it five. And then go off of my number four, Kamara. I think Kamara is a much better runner than McCaffrey. Yes, he is. And he scores more touchdowns, it seems. And he stays healthy. That's the biggest thing of having Kamara above McCaffrey is the fact that Kamara played 16 regular season games. McCaffrey played five and left two of them early. Yep. Something like that. So it's... <laughs> It's hard to say a guy that played 11 and a half less games is better. Like even, I'm trying to think, even like a Nakeem Hines. Like you can make an argument for last year, Nakeem Hines was better than Christian McCaffrey because Nakeem Hines played 16 games. Yep. Like who would you rather have? The guy that played, would you rather have Christian, half Christian McCaffrey for three games, Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey leave two games early, or a fully healthy Nakeem Hines for 16 games? You know, I mean, it's it's graceful that I even put you in here, McCaffrey. Same thing with you, Saquon. Stay on the field. But Kamara is just all around a great player. Like I said, I think the top four just really is the top four. But I think Kamara awesome, and, you know, he's going to have a great season, and I'm really hoping to snag him in fantasy for the record. But love Kamara, and that, that would actually be my first pick in fantasy, just while it's on record. Kamara hey, is your four? Yeah.
1: My four is the best four-state running back in a little while. I've got to say Dalvin Cook. Oh, yeah. I'm putting him fourth. I know because our top three is similar, but, you know. Our one and two is the
0: same. It's just our four is different.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, Dalvin Cook, uh, he's great, but he also deals with injuries. But mm-hmm. last year he looked good. I mean, I think this year I think he'll be healthy. I think he'll be pretty dominant. Um, that I don't see the Vikings going anywhere, though, no. unfortunately. But this could be a good year for him and, you know, get noticed by maybe a
0: bigger team or something.
1: He <laughs> goes somewhere else. Anyway, <laughs> Dalvin Cook.
0: I, I got Dalvin at number three. Uh, I just think he does – I think his rushing puts him above Camara. His co- – or his Cook. His catching and receiving definitely is not on the level as Kamara's, but neither is anybody else. Uh, but I think his rushing puts him over the top while he can also still catch the ball well, just not as well as Kamara. I just think overall – He's, I think he's better and in a worse position than Kamara. I think Kamara's on the better team um, with the better assets. So I just think the fact that Dalvin puts up about the same numbers on a worse team and the fact that he can run the ball better. He, I mean, he was the second leading rusher in the NFL this year, for those of you that didn't know. The second leading rusher in the NFL is Dalvin Cook, only behind Derrick Henry, who had over 2,000 yards. Probably 3,000 uh, this year. <laughs> yeah. So I, I've got him at... Number three, and, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. He puts up better numbers, in my opinion, in a worse team. And second leading rusher last year, so he's having a great year and a great career so far. But the health is a problem. He did play most of this season, but he has missed a lot of time due to health so far in his career.
1: My number three is Kamara. You know, I'm going to say this to offend all the Panthers fans, an upgraded Christian McCaffrey. He doesn't get hurt. He makes bigger plays. And, I mean, I just think that he's all around a star wide receiver playing running back. So, I think he earns the three spot pretty well. And for our next two, Hulk and Hulk Jr., you know, that's pretty
0: obvious yeah. who we both got. Two is Nick Chubb and one nope. is Derrick Henry. Exactly. What else is? There's not much more to say. They both. Nick Chubb good. runs through 20 people a game and Derrick Henry runs through 23. He I mean, that, <laughs> that's it. Derrick Henry runs through three more people a game than Nick Chubb and they're one and two. I mean, that's. What's
1: division leader teams this year, you think? Do the Browns lead the division and do the.
0: Titans yeah, the yeah, the Titans definitely do because their division sucks. Especially
1: with the strongest team in there having Carson Wentz at quarterback. Who
0: can't? Yeah be- uh, the the Titans division isn't even going to be close. Um, <laughs> the AFC North will be close because the Steelers aren't bad, even though the, you, you think they suck, but I think they're pretty good. I
1: Think they're going to blow it this year? Yeah, Big Ben blows
0: it. I'm not mad at that take personally. I think they're pretty good, and then the Ravens are a solid team. I do think the Browns come out on top though.
1: I think they'd be more competitive with Mason Rudolph. I know you're gonna laugh, but Rudolph gives that team hard. Like, no, I don't disagree. He, he
0: gives it all. I think they'd be competitive with a lot more people whose name aren't Ben Roethlisberger.
1: Yeah, I, I hate to diss Big Ben because I, I liked Big Ben. Oh, I don't hate to at all, but anymore, man. it's just he's getting old. It's time for retirement.
0: You old buddy, retire. This is his last year. Oh, I think this is his last year. He'll be 40 years old at the start of next season. He's not Brady. The only player that can play into 40 years old is Tom Brady. And... He's had a lot more injuries
1: than Brady. You gotta think, Brady's only tore
0: his ACL back in, like, days. <laughs> well, I'd say Brady, I mean, Brady made that cookbook and stuff, and Brady eats healthy and tries to proactively keep his body in shape while Big Ben goes to clubs and eats cheeseburgers.
1: And drinks beer and rides motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I think Tom Brady's a little more concerned about football, I think. Well,
1: Brady uh, drinks every now and then. Though. Every now <laughs> yeah. and then,
0: that's fine,
1: but, like, like. every Friday night ben, guy. Yeah,
0: you, you're gracious, I was saying it's only once a week. Um yeah. I think Big Ben's just worried about where his next paycheck's coming from. I don't think he cares at all whether they win or not. Anything else you want to add? I think I'm good. All right. Cool with me. That's the top 16 running backs in the NFL right now. Kendall is very disrespectful towards Josh Jacobs (laughs) today. Uh, McCaffrey. (laughs) I see, but the thing is, McCaffrey, I think, you had one spot off where he should have been. I think... Josh Jacobs like minimum worst case scenario is eight. Mm. And you had him at twelve. The hey, disrespect. I was about putting him on the teams. disrespect. Cause I'm I'm almost positive he t- Kendall's we're talking about our listener and he looks at me and he goes Did you have Josh Jacobs on yours? Like, (laughs) yes. (laughs) Yes, I I did. He's in my top ten. I was thinking, I was like, 15 or 16. I
1: was like, let's see what James has to say about this.
0: (laughs) He's like, do you have him on your list? He's like, yes. What the heck is wrong with you?
1: I did knock some people
0: off my list, though. Yeah, I did, too. I mean, there was a lot of people that could have made it that didn't.
1: I had, like, 19 written down. I did, too.
0: (laughs) I think I had exactly 19. David Montgomery was one that didn't make it. See
1: he barely made it for me
0: He's a scratch on the water. Yeah, he barely barely missed mine. It was between him or Chris Carson. I don't think it really See, made Chris a difference. Carson's one the that putting yeah. There's a lot like I said, there's a lot of good running backs. Like I said, we'll do this with the receiver eventually and I mean there's probably tons of people that are gonna get cut. Although I am glad I said that because there was one thing we needed to include at the end of this episode that I came a hair forgetting, if not for saying that we're gonna do receivers eventually. Um. So I mentioned a couple episodes ago that we had casting problems <laughs> Um, as far as the people that are on the episodes because you've been really busy yeah, and our I've, schedules have been contradicting. No, this is all, I, I want you to put this on here you, just, just for reference because I've listened to a lot of podcasts in my day and a lot of the times you notice people leave <laughs> and they don't ever say why they're gone. So, Kendall. If you're not on a lot of episodes in the near future, could you please tell why that would be so there is no speculation? I'm about to be driving
1: five hours away for college.
0: (laughs) I wanted to get that on here. So there is possibility that this could be your last episode if we have more scheduling issues. I'm thinking we'll get at least one or two more in before you leave. Yeah, I think we'll get several more in before Kendall leaves. But the main reason I want him to tell you guys that is... Is that one of these days when there's a string of six episodes together and Kindle's not on a single one of them? No, there was no problem. No, there's no issue. We're five hours apart. It's a little difficult.
1: <laughs> People are gonna be going on vacations with our families when we're older. Like that's how close we
0: are. Yeah, like we're not. We're not. You know, there's not been any problems. We didn't have a major fight or we'll any. We'll
1: still record? I get back
0: on? Yeah, I mean, we'll still record that, that, and that's why I'm not saying it's his last ever episode because there's no way I'm letting him off the hook that easy. But like, <laughs> it's not gonna be every Tuesday and Thursday like it has been for 20 episodes. So.
1: Also, with COVID there's speculation that i might not be going
0: (laughs) that is also a possibility there is a possibility so if you guys really like these episodes to do don't get your hopes up but there is a possibility that nothing changes (laughs) but there is also a possibility that there's a major change so you know one or the other but you know i'm probably never gonna tell you guys about it when me and kendall might record an episode because i don't want to be like this might be a good time and then it doesn't happen um, the only time that I'll tell you guys that we'll probably get an episode in that I know of if Kendall goes off to college is I plan on going down uh, on the weekend before my birthday to hang out with him down there cause I just to do something. So I'm sure, a- even if we don't record a podcast, I'll turn on the audio recorder and just tell Kendall to say what's up for five minutes just so you guys know he's not dead. Like that. <laughs> yeah,
1: a phone call or
0: something. Yeah, it's, but yeah, I'll just put him on there and be like, hey, what's up? I'm still a Tom Brady fan, therefore I'm still a weirdo and you know that but i just wanted to to have him tell you guys that he is going about five and a half hours away now as you know thing as it is now is the way i'll phrase it could change but if you know things start to change there's not been any issues it's simply a five hour driving gap and considering we do not make money off these podcasts it's a little much (laughs) If these podcasts paid for the gas to get down there and back, it would oh, yeah. be a little bit different. Yeah, okay, but I'm it confident. it does not in any way, shape, or form. So Starting
1: getting cubes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> start getting a sponsor. Okay? <laughs> if I had a sponsor, this would be different. I would just ask the sponsor to give me a hundred dollars to get to ECU and back. But you know, uh, that's not the case. So therefore, That'd be the reason for change if it happens. But anywho's, just wanted to make sure I got that out there before I forgot. Um, but I think there'll be two or three more episodes. But you know, just in case. So anywho's, appreciate you guys listening. I'd say receivers will be next, probably, maybe, not sure. But um, yeah, appreciate it, and I'm out of here.